0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista, I hope that you all are doing wonderful and that you're having an amazing day so far. I think this episode is actually supposed to be coming out around the time of Valentine's Day, so happy V-Day to everyone out there. Whether you know, you're know you in a relationship, you're freshly out of one, maybe you're single, you're in a situationship, or you're just hanging with the Galantines this year. I hope that you enjoy the day doing whatever it is you would like to do. I think I've talked about it before. Valentine's Day is truly one of my favorite holidays. I just love the month of February. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, like, I think we're in Pisces season right now. And I am a Pisces moon. Not to get all astrological with it. But I just, I love February and I love Valentine's Day. I I love the aesthetic of Valentine's Day. So, you know, I'm really thriving right now. I have beautiful flowers in my apartment, have some cute little heart decor, lots of pink going on. That's one thing. If you don't have any plans for Valentine's Day, maybe at least wear some pink, purple, red, whatever color you are truly in love with, go for it. Um, For this week's episode, I thought we would do a little catch-up session because this past week of my life, truly has been one of the most eventful ones and i'm not just saying that because it's like oh i couldn't think of anything else to talk about no 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 no. it's like god said you know what krista i'm gonna give you enough content this upcoming week that you could make an entire podcast episode just recapping the events that transpired because there's gonna be so much stuff that it's like wow like you can really fill and fill an entire podcast episode with that So that's what we're going to do and I'm very excited about it because you know I love just chatting like we're just two friends sitting down catching up on life. Um, I'm sorry this is one-sided and you can't tell me what's going on in your life but hopefully your week has not been as chaotic as mine was. I do know that there was a full moon and again I feel like I sound so like witchy on this episode. Um, but maybe, maybe the full moon had something to do with it because a few of my other friends were also like, there's just something in the air. This week has truly been a little crazy. So maybe you two had a crazy week or just a very eventful week. Um, and if so, know that we're in it together and we made it through. Cheers. Speaking of that, I am drinking another kombucha out of a wine glass. The last time that I mentioned drinking kombucha out of a wine glass was the last time I had kombucha in a wine glass. Um, This time around, this is like a ginger-flavored kombucha. I feel like my soul needs this after the week that I've had, or I should say the weekend that I've had, you know, trying to just recharge, reheal. I think the flavor is specifically called Ginger Awakening, and I know the second this kombucha hits my esophagus or maybe not my esophagus my throat i'm going to be awakened because if you've ever had like a ginger shot ginger kombucha she's spicy like she really wakes you up so i will be quenching my thirst with that um maybe pour yourself a little drink you know set the tone get in some comfy clothes i currently have a blanket on my lap drinking my kombucha light yourself a little candle and i guess let's just get into this little catch-up session So I've structured this list to sort of be in chronological order. So you will be living this week, reliving this week with me. So POV, you are Krista. Um, Let's start things off at the top. Last Sunday is when all of this began. So I had plans to meet up with a friend for coffee. We went to this really, really cute coffee shop in New York, um... And it was so wonderful. Like, the vibes were very Gossip Girl. Like, I could totally see Blair Waldorf going there. I mean, it's on the Upper East Side and yada, yada, yada. Um, But that was great. Had a great little session with her. And here's the thing. I am so proud of myself for going and getting coffee with her because it's nothing against her personally. It's just me and my general social anxiety, which I will talk about more in this episode uh, because it had a way of popping up this week i have had this issue for i don't know how many years where i just sometimes like it doesn't even matter who i'm having a plan with i just want to like cancel i just want to be like no i just want to stay inside i don't want to go out it's nothing against you personally it's just me second guessing myself second guessing everything but i was so proud of myself i pushed myself to go and meet with her and we had the best time it was such a wonderful little afternoon to get out put on a cute outfit go get some fresh air it was a wonderful time oh also i don't think i talked about this on the last episode sorry let me backtrack for a second Your girl has been spending money lately. I have been spending some serious money lately and I obviously, you know, am not too happy about that. I need to refrain, but both of the purchases that I'm going to be talking about in this episode were very much so worth it. First one, I bought new headphones for myself. I bought the Sony. I don't even know what in the world they're called. They're the -the over-the-ear ones, Bluetooth, whole nine yards. I've been wanting those headphones for such a long time because I constantly have music playing it's probably not good for my health probably not good for my ears but I always have music or podcast playing and you know especially when I'm working out it is so nice to just have my headphones in and be able to you know kind of tune out the pain that my body's in and just go for it. But I had been using the Apple wired headphones, you know, the classic ones you get whenever you get an iPhone. And those are great. They work well. The sound quality was pretty good, but mine were just being super buggy. Like, I don't know why, but all of a sudden when I'd be listening to them, the music would start and then stop. Like, it was this oh my gosh, it was the most annoying thing ever. I remember one night I was trying to go for a run and the music kept stopping and starting, stopping and starting. And this issue kind of persisted on for the next few days and I was like, maybe it's just a little bug and it'll pass, but it kept going. And I was like, all right, I've had these things for such a long time. I use them probably more often than they're meant to be used. I think it's time we bite the bullet and invest in some nice quality headphones that, you know, Are not going to fail on us. So I did buy those, and man, oh man, have they been a game changer. I love going out, having my headphones on. I do have to like figure out my hair in accordance to having these big headphones on because it's almost like I'm wearing a headband. Like I couldn't go out wearing a headband and then put these headphones on, it would look kind of insane. But they have been a game changer in my week. I love them. I'm obsessed. They are very noise canceling. So chances are I'm not going to be able to hear you if you try to come up and talk to me and I have them on. So, but they, they do wonders. They're amazing. Okay, so that was that. Then later that evening, after I went and got coffee with my friend, I came home and I watched the Grammys. Now here's the thing. I do like a good award show, but over the past couple of years, award shows have really just been flops they've really been stinkers like they're not they're not what they used to be but I've always had a soft spot for Grammys because I love 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 music and the barrier to entry is so much easier for the Grammys than it is for the Oscars like a lot of times Oscar nominated movies or even like Emmys and Golden Globes whatever Like it's harder to watch all of the shows and the movies that are nominated because movies specifically, some of them are just like these little indie films or they don't even show in theaters for all that long. So it's like, how am I supposed to watch this? But for music, of course, like with streaming services, you can literally listen to pretty much, I think anybody who's nominated for an award. So I was very excited because this year my queen Beyonce was nominated for a lot of stuff. Other artists that I listened to were also nominated for things. So I was really really excited about it, and um, it was also a big deal because right before the Grammys, Beyonce had announced her tour dates for the Renaissance tour, and I was like, oh my god, I wonder if she's going to perform, or I wonder like, you know, what's what's going to happen with all of that kind of stuff. So, as I'm sure many of you know, because by now it's old news, she did not win album of the year. However, she did make history and she is now the most awarded artist for the Grammys, like in all of Grammy history, which is so huge. That is insane. So crazy. Now here's the thing, some of you might be wondering because I do talk about her a lot in this podcast and I apologize if you're not a fan of hers. You might be wondering, like, Krista, what were you thinking? I'm going to be fully candid with you all. My initial thoughts. Number one, I was shocked that Harry Styles won Album of the Year. Because I was fully expecting someone like Adele or Bad Bunny to get Album of the Year. Um, I I was genuinely surprised that Harry won it. And I like Harry Styles, and I really liked... Harry's house I thought it was a good album and I, I genuinely really like Harry Styles as an artist so I wasn't like you know oh he doesn't deserve it because I was like it's a good album and he's a really talented artist and this album is super successful not that it's really measured by that kind of stuff but you know what I mean I was disappointed my initial reaction was I was mad. Like I was genuinely pissed that he won because I was like, first of all, I'm shocked that he won. I wasn't expecting him to be the winner. And I think I thought that because I was expecting him to clean house with the singles. I was shocked that he did not win for song of the year or whatever that category or that award is called. And it was that random woman who won. No offense to her. But I was like, why did Harry Styles or Taylor Swift? Why didn't neither one of them win? I think they should have won for Song of the Year. Just my thoughts, just my opinions. So whenever he won Album of the Year, I was like, I'm genuinely a little shocked by this, and I was and I was annoyed because I wanted Beyonce to win personally. Like obviously, I'm a big fan of hers. I'm very biased, but personally, I thought her album was what constituted as the album of the year and I'm not going to go into all of it because you know I realize like everyone has their own music tastes and preferences and people interpret music in such a different way like I think it's something that I think a lot of people don't want to acknowledge is that like I interpret Beyonce's music in a very specific way, hence why I love her so much. The same way that someone who loves Harry Styles loves his music so much, it speaks to a certain part of them and they feel something completely different when they listen to his music versus when I listen to his music. Not to get all deep with it, you know, but anyways. But I was genuinely shocked. Um... But after, you know, my initial rage wore off, I was like, you know what? I can't be mad at Harry Styles. He simply just put out the music and got nominated for this award. It's not like he was campaigning or like did, you know, he didn't have any say over whether or not he won or whether or not whoever won. It's the recording academy. If I'm to be disappointed or frustrated with anyone, it's going to be the recording academy, the people who make those types of decisions. And two, the thing is, I will say, this year, although I didn't agree with the album of the year decision, I was pleasantly surprised that it seemed like every artist got an award. And I don't think they did that purposefully, like everybody gets a trophy type thing, but like Beyonce, she got a lot of Grammys. Harry got some Grammys. Lizzo, Grammy. Adele, Grammy. Bad Bunny, Grammy. Like, all of these artists, they they got their Grammys. Kendrick Lamar, Grammy. And so I was, I was happy to see that there was, you know, like it wasn't like, and I don't want to get into it all, but like that one year when it seemed like Billie Eilish was just getting every single award. And like, understandable, she's very, very talented and her music's great. But I think a lot of people are like, what the heck? Like she's literally winning every single award. So this year, I guess it was nice that like, it was a little bit more spread out and there were so many great albums up for it. So that's why I think it was a very entertaining show to watch because it was like, I don't know, I feel like, no offense, I don't think you could really go wrong with anything. Maybe unless you chose like ABBA or something like that, that was just like, okay, what? And I like ABBA, but you know, anyways, I'm not getting into it at all. So yeah, that was that. Then literally the next day, ladies and gentlemen, strap in for a story time. If you've watched my TikToks, you've probably seen this because I've talked about it before, but for those of you who haven't, let's get into it. I'll keep it brief. So I had signed up a few days prior, I had signed up for uh, trying to get on Beyonce's pre-sale list. You could sign up to potentially get a pre-sale code to be able to buy renaissance tickets now there were going to be three different pre-sales there was going to be one for people who have citi c-i-t-i that card um there was going to be ones who were verified fans on ticketmaster and then there were going to be ones who were for beehive fans so excuse me i'm just adjusting my seat i signed up for all three of them now i actually don't hold I i don't have a city card but I know someone who does and they were gracious enough to be like, I'll sign up for you. Like if you get the pre-sale code for this, like you can use my account. No, no problem. So I was feeling very lucky. I was like, all right, my chances are pretty good. I have three potential chances to be able to get a pre-sale code and hopefully get these tickets. And I was really hoping I could get good seats because, you know, Beyonce is my favorite artist and like... I'm going to see SZA next month, which I'm very, very excited about. But I was like, if someone said to me, the only way that you can see Beyonce is if you give up your SZA tickets, I would be like, okay, I can do that. That's how, like, I really, really want to see her. She's really the only artist that I care to see live because she's my favorite. So I got an email Sunday night saying, you've been on the wait list. You've been put on the wait list for the verified fan presale and I was like dang it but like okay whatever it's fine so I've been hearing a lot of people say if you get put on the waitlist chances of getting off of the waitlist are very slim because basically the only way for you to get off the waitlist is after the initial sale has gone through after all the people who got their pre-sale code have purchased their tickets whatever is left The people who are on the wait list will get a chance to get those tickets. And I was like, there's no way there's gonna be any left. People are gonna be buying up as many tickets as they can possibly get and reselling them or, you know, buying for a big group. I doubt there's gonna be any left. So I was going about my day and I was like, I have the Ticketmaster website pulled up just in case, just in case. But my hopes are, you know, keeping things pretty low. Like I said, going about my day and um, throughout the day, my apartment, there was something off. There was something wrong with my apartment because it was basically 85 degrees in my apartment. There was something wrong with my radiator. It was just spewing out so much heat and the little knob, there's like the building I live in, I think is fairly old. It looks modern on the inside, but like, I think it's an older building so, the radiator has this dial that you twist to either like open or close the airflow, basically, and the dial broke, so it was basically impossible for me to turn off the heat and like stop it from coming out. so it was very unbearable, and here's the thing: I get cold very, very easily, hence why you know I have a blanket on me right now but i was sweating i was like this is so unbearable i work from home this is just i like this is bad and i don't want to leave and come back in the evening and have to deal with it being a sauna like i can't sleep in this you know it's not it's not good so i call my super and i tell him about the problem and he wasn't being the most helpful he was kind of just like tough cookies it is what it is and i was like dude like, I don't think you understand. Like, it's it's really, really bad in here. And like, I I don't want to get sick if I like try to open all the windows and have this mix of hot and cold air. Like, I don't know what to do. Our dial's broken. I think that needs to be fixed if that's going to help anything. So he was like, okay, I'll send a maintenance guy up. As he's saying this all to me, as we're talking on the phone, I get a little chime, a little text comes in from Ticketmaster and it says, yay, you've been taken off the wait list. Here's your magical little link with your magical little code. Go ahead and try to buy Beyonce tickets. And as I see this text come in, I was standing in a completely different room from where my laptop was. I was like, oh my gosh. I, I, excuse me. I said that on the phone with my super on the phone with me and I ran over to my computer and I was quickly trying to hang up with him I was like okay cool thank you so much uh okay bye and then I was immediately like my body something shifted I fully started to shake like I've never shaken before and so I'm like pulling up the link on my phone and trying to enter in the code and nothing is working I'm trying to join the queue for Ticketmaster and nothing is working. I just keep getting this page that keeps refreshing itself, nothing telling me I'm in the queue, how many people are ahead of me, it's just this whole mess. And I have bought tickets before on Ticketmaster so I knew what to expect like okay once you join the queue it's supposed to look like this. That screen that was supposed to be popping up was not popping up and I was freaking out because I was like, this is like the hunger games. This is cutthroat. You need to be fast. You need to be agile. Luckily though, I was only buying one ticket for myself. So I had a little bit less pressure, but still I was like, I want to get a ticket and I want to try to get it as fast as I can. Let's go. So this went on for like 20 minutes of my computer. Just well, I went from my phone to my computer, Both devices not working. I kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Trying to like go to Ticketmaster Q&A, whatnot, figure out if I'm doing something wrong. Like it was just this whole mess. It felt like an eternity, but it was probably like 20 minutes. So I start to sob. Call me dramatic all you want, but literally imagine you've been waiting for this event. You've been looking forward to something for so long and there is a high chance that you're not going to be able to go to it. Like, you feel like there's a high probability. Your chances of going to this thing are just dwindling. It's not going to be possible. So I started going to the worst case scenario. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to get these freaking tickets. My computer, my phone, nothing's working. Like, this is scary. I start profusely sobbing. Like, I, as if I had just been broken up with, as if a mass tragedy happened to me. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but like truly that's how badly I wanted these tickets. And that's how much going to this concert meant to me, means to me. So as I'm crying and just like borderline about to have a panic attack, um, my doorbell goes off and it's the maintenance man coming to fix my radiator. So I let him in as I'm crying and sniffling And the man does not even bat an eye, does not even say like, are you okay? Like, why are you crying? Is this a bad time? Like, you know, he just like fully went on business as usual as if I wasn't crying at all. And it wasn't like I had like a little tear shed here or there. My face was bright red and I was sniffling and lots of tears were flowing. So I'm sitting at my kitchen table and he's over kind of nearby, you know, messing with a radiator And I'm sitting there hunched over at my computer with my phone, trying to like, you know, do all this stuff. And I'm still continuing to cry and sniffle and whatnot. And at that point, I did not care that he was there. And I did not care if he saw me cry. I was like, this, like, I I don't care at this point. I want these tickets. And this is very emotional and scary for me. This means a lot to me and the pressure's on. So he was like, I'll be back. I have to go get some parts. And I was like, okay, sounds good. As I'm like, you know, crying So as he leaves, he's gone for probably like 10 to 15 minutes. Things get worse. Now it's saying that my internet is unstable and, you know, nothing is working because my internet is bad. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't fix this. So I go and I keep trying, I keep trying. And at this point, I'm like fully in a panic attack. Like breathing is really bad. Shaking is really, really bad. Sobbing, very very hard so and I'm ashamed I am a little ashamed to say like I I got this worked up over it but like truly this means a lot to me and it, it means a lot to me so miraculously I keep refreshing I keep hitting join the queue and it finally works and I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh my gosh like whoa I don't know what happened but like we're in so all of a sudden, I answer the little code and it says, there are 15 people ahead of you. And I was like, what? Whenever I was trying to get SISA tickets with my friends, there were 2000 people ahead of me. And I was like, how is it 15? This is crazy. So then it immediately goes to one person in front of you and then boom, I am in the arena. Literally. All of a sudden, I am you know scouring sections trying to find a ticket for myself. So listen guys, disclaimer. I have been saving up a lot a lot of money for these tickets. I've been ready to drop a pretty penny. Again, because this is such a big deal to me, I was like I'm ready to drop drop some money cuz I am looking forward to this more than pretty much anything else. Like this is this is my moment. I this is my Coachella. Like I don't really go to concerts a lot. This is one that I'm like, I will spend a lot of money on. So I go to the floor. Now, Beyonce had these things, this section called Club Renaissance, where it's basically like pit general admission type thing. But you are like, right, you know, you probably maybe have the best seats in the house. Or I guess standing because it's general admission. And I am not the biggest fan of general admission. I've had a few general admission concerts that I've gone to and it's not my thing, I just, I like to have my space, especially with this, uh, this tour with this album. I want to be able to dance. I want to be able to have some room and not have people like shoulder to shoulder with me, you know, and I'm short and I'm by myself. I just feel like it would, you know, maybe not be the best dynamic for me, but I still wanted good seats. So I went to the floor outside, right outside of club Renaissance and Beyonce has like the regular stage in the back and then she has this circular catwalk and the seat that I got is right in front of the outside of the circular catwalk. So I'm on the floor staring directly where this circular catwalk is and I am so unbelievably excited. I was ecstatic. I got the ticket, was able to take it to the checkout and all that kind of stuff and as i'm typing in my billing address my card information my fingers my body are like shaking like they have never shaken before i'm not exaggerating i never knew my leg could shake like that i never knew my fingers could be shaking i never knew i could be you know quivering that much out of pure nerves and anxiety it was it felt truly like an out-of-body experience it was so insane so I am able to you know I'm sitting there as the spitting wheel is going and I'm waiting to see if the tickets processed if you know my card information processed and I'm literally saying like please god please god please god please please god and it finally goes through and it's like you got them you got the tickets and I am like oh <gasps> oh my gosh I can't believe it like I'm freaking out and so I have like maybe two more minutes to myself and then the maintenance man comes back and now all of a sudden my tears have dried I'm beaming ear to ear and he again did not even question a thing like okay two like a couple minutes ago I saw you profusely crying and now all of a sudden you're beaming and smiling and you're cheerful, like. Are you good? Like, what's going on? I've never seen this range of emotion. He did not even bat an eye. Luckily, you know, the thing with the radiator got fixed. My apartment is now bearable. But that was a very intense afternoon, let me tell you. But yes, I'm going to Renaissance. I have floor seats. I'm so excited. And okay, so I, I'm i going to the New York date, Um, She has two dates. I'm going to the first one, which is on July 29th. And here's the thing, guys. I'm so excited because it's the one-year anniversary of the Renaissance album being released. So I think it's going to be a big deal. Like, I think it's going to be a really special show. And I'm so excited. I am a little, like, eh that I have to go to New Jersey for it. But of course I don't mind because I'm getting to see my queen, Beyonce. I'm so, so, so excited. I'm very relieved that I was able to get my ticket. And I will say this too. Like I know I'm immensely privileged to be able to afford a ticket to this show because they're very expensive and times are very difficult right now. Um, Like I said, I've been saving up for this because I knew eventually this day would come where she would release these tickets and I wanted to try and get one. I was pretty pleasantly surprised with how inexpensive they were compared to how much I thought they were going to be. I still paid a lot of money, but it wasn't as bad as I was anticipating. So I will say I was somewhat relieved by that. But still, you know, I was just like, geez, this is this is quite the Valentine's Day gift I'm giving to myself. That's what I'm writing this off as. This is my Valentine's Day gift and maybe my future birthday gift to myself. But you know, like I said, saved up for it and I'm very excited to finally be able to get to experience it. So yeah, that was huge. Um, Then the next couple of days, literally every day this past week, I had an event or something going on so I have to say I was immensely relieved to be able to get the Beyonce tickets out of the way I was anticipating having to worry about that later on in the week but I'm so glad that that was like Monday's event Monday's big event Tuesday and Wednesday I had some other events and meetings and just like big things that I had to show up to and they went well but I I It was a lot for me, just overcoming some general social anxiety and like working up the nerve to do these things, go to these things, all of that kind of stuff. It takes a lot for me. I'm not going to lie. I struggled with having social anxiety for a little while, definitely like post-pandemic. I was actually talking about this with my friend the other day that I felt like I was getting in a really good place right before the pandemic happened when it came to like showing up to stuff, not having social anxiety, not freaking out, not wanting to cancel plans, all that kind of stuff. And then the pandemic happened and then that kind of took me many paces back. But I've been slowly working up the courage, working through my social anxiety and um, I'm very, very, very proud of myself for making it through the couple events and you know things that I had to show up to that was good it you know like I said it took a lot out of me but I'm very happy that I did it and it's also a lot for me like I used to be the type of person where like I would go to class for six hours in a day and then I would have plans every night now with working you know I work eight and a half plus hours a day And then for me to have something every single night where it's not just, you know, maybe I run an errand here or there. Maybe I go work out and or maybe I just chill in my apartment. Nothing like that. It's like, no, no, no. You have this event. You have this thing you have to get all dolled up to. You have to commute to. You have to spend hours here and then you have to commute home and then you have to have the rest of your nighttime routine. like Having that every single night was a lot for me, but we made it through, okay? So then on Wednesday um i had another mishap happen so this week i had a Valentine's day party planned with my friends we were all going to be getting together celebrating Valentine's, all that kind of stuff so i was like i would love to order these special chocolates from my hometown my hometown you know it's a small town there's really nothing to it except there is this special chocolate chocolatier i guess you could say this special chocolate company where they literally hand make the chocolate there it's not like it's hershey's or whatever they hand make it there it is such good chocolate now although i don't eat dairy and i you know don't eat the chocolate i've had it before it's very good. It's like one of the things the area I come from is known for. And I was talking about it with my roommate and I was, cause she's had it before I've brought it for her after I visited home. And I was like, I would love to be able to order that chocolate for everybody. So, you know, everybody can have a taste of Krista's hometown and, you know, experience how good the chocolate is. And, you know, it's like a cute little Valentine's day thing. So I was like, let me look and see if I can order it and have it shipped here turns out I can. So I was like, yes, amazing. I'm going to order this, this, this. I was ordering all of this stuff and I was so excited about it. I even texted my friend who was hosting the party and I was like, I have a special surprise coming for the party on Friday. I'm so excited. I even paid extra for shipping so that it would come in in advance. So I wasn't running the risk of, you know, it's showing up late. It was supposed to arrive on Wednesday and, um, Turns out it did, but someone in my building stole it. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, someone stole it. And you might be thinking, like, how do you know this? Well, given the, you know, of the information that I have from the delivery and also my roommate has had things stolen and I came to find out that other people in the building have had things stolen like packages, when they get dropped off in this specific area, which is where this package got dropped off at, that there is a tendency for these packages to get stolen if you don't immediately pick them up. So, after doing some investigation to make sure, like, okay, this didn't get misplaced, you know, it didn't get put on another floor or something like that, found out it was stolen. So I have been having to deal with all of that and it has not really, justice has not been served. It's not really panned out the way that I would like it to, where, you know, you can, I can at least find out, you know, yep, so-and-so stole it, you know, we're going to do something about it so that they stop stealing stuff. Or like, I don't, I wasn't expecting to get the chocolate back or, you know, someone would be able to say you know we feel really badly about this let's give you a refund or you know whatever like nothing has happened so I'm currently working through some stuff to try and get in contact with people to be able to you know find out who stole it and whatnot I have cameras in my building but the cameras weren't working at the time like it's this whole thing so it's just been very very frustrating and ultimately I was like The thing that saddens me is I wasn't even going to be eating this chocolate. Like, I'm not even sad that like, boo, it's this thing I ordered for myself. No, it's this thing that I ordered for my friends. I wanted them to be able to enjoy it, have something special. I was, you know, hyping this thing up so much. And the fact that they can't have it, it just really saddens me. And it's really nice chocolate. Like, I'm not trying to talk smack on like Hershey and Mars and all that kind of stuff, but... It's like really special, fancy chocolate. And I paid a lot of money for it too. So it was all of these things wrapped up in one and it just sent me into a tizzy. So it wasn't the best. I did get really, really mad. Um, so, you know, I've been trying to process my emotions, learn how to process my emotions better with that. Let this be a learning lesson, but also trying to get to the bottom of this because i I'm like, I wanna be able to, you know, order stuff in my building and have it delivered and not have people stealing it. I know this is an issue in a lot of apartment buildings. People steal things, stuff happens, things get mishandled. So, you know, it's not like completely unheard of. I know other people can relate to this, but it's just annoying, of course, when it happens to you. So, and the timing, you know, wasn't the greatest. So, Hopefully in future episodes, I can give updates on this and can figure out what happened and maybe get to the bottom of it. But if not, I'm like, it's not the end of the world. It was just chocolate. It's not like it was like a family heirloom being sent to me or whatever. Like, you know, it is what it is. Now I know. Be a little bit more cautious. Okay, I'm genuinely sorry if you can hear another individual yelling in the background. There is someone who lives in the other building they love, yeah, they love to have their window open and shout. It You're getting the New York City vibes for sure. I do apologize, but I feel like you'll be able to mostly hear me and not so much him. Anyways, so now for something a little bit more lively and interesting, the tea spilling of it all. This past week, I also went on a date, and normally I don't really talk about my dates on the podcast. It's not like every week I'm coming to you being like, I went on a date this week, I went on two dates this week, I went on three dates. Like, you know, I don't really come back and report on these things as they're happening in real time. But I do feel like I can talk about this one because this was the worst first date I have ever ever gone on and i do not plan on ever seeing this man or speaking to him ever again so hence why i feel comfortable talking about it on the podcast obviously i'm not going to be sharing names any type of you know private information i'm not that type of person but just here to tell you that thursday i did go on the worst first date i've ever gone on and if by some chance the man happens to listen to this episode hey um take this as constructive feedback you know someone's got to tell you but yeah it was really bad and I try to be very very open-minded when I go on first dates because you know although people say you know you're supposed to be giving your best impression you know, make the first impression count type thing. I try to give people grace that like, maybe they're a little bit nervous. Maybe, you know, they have a lot going on. And, you know, sometimes people might not come off the best on date number one. But there were just so many things that I was like, I really cannot overlook this. Like, not only are these things that I don't like, but we are also just not compatible people, And I know people love to say, well, opposites attract. We are in two completely different uh, stratospheres. We are that opposite of each other. We are that polar opposite. So I was like, yeah, there's only... Like, you need to be compatible. Of course, you can have things, um, you know, opposite of each other. You can have things where you're not fully alike, but you need to have some compatibility. And this man and I, we were just not really compatible. Um, He was so aggressive and just like, like if you see me in person or like if you are to go on a date with me or just get coffee with me or hang out with me or whatever, I'm usually pretty chill. Like I know sometimes whenever I, you know, get passionate about something and I'm talking about something, I can get very exclamatory I can get very like worked up or whatever but this man was like that the entire time never once was he chill and he got very very um a little too passionate like I'm talking yelling beating on the table I'm not gonna do it for the sake of your ears but we were in a very nice establishment and I'm not trying to be like tone police over here because, like i said sometimes whenever you're telling a story or you're talking about something you feel very strongly about you can get like a little passionate make sense you know express your human emotions but also social cues have some self-awareness as what's her name tati is it tati, tati westbrook the beauty youtuber girl she goes time and place that is what I was thinking of whenever this man was like beating on the table and yelling. At one point, he like lunged forward at me whenever he was telling the story and I kind of like lunged back. It was almost like a fight or flight type of thing. And he was like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't I didn't mean to like startle you or whatever. And I was just like, dude, take it down a notch. And here's the thing, why I'm telling you all this. One, so maybe you can have a good laugh. But two, It is so interesting. So like, I guess I should have said this right off the bat. I met this man via a dating app. It is so fascinating that you really genuinely do not know a person. You can't fully know a person until you see them interacting in person, until you get a sense of their mannerisms, the tone in their voice, even just their voice in general. Like I know on Hinge, like you can have your little voice prompt and whatever, but you know. I didn't have that luxury of hearing his voice before our date. Would that have made a difference? Honestly, maybe. But anywho, so it's just so funny that I was, I, I did a really good job of not like coming up with this idea of him before going on the date because I was like, you know, you just, you just got to wait and see. got to be open-minded and be like, You know, I'm not gonna try to fill in the gaps of what I don't know about this man with what I would like him to be like. I'm just kind of gonna go into this open minded and see what happens. And wow, was I surprised and just completely caught off guard because he was not at all what I thought he was going to be. Like, the way that we were texting made sense, I guess. But I never imagined that when he was texting me those things, that if he were saying them in person, it would be in this very aggressive tone and that he would be just such an exclamatory type of person. And that's not my vibe. I think I'm genuinely looking for someone who's a little bit more calm. Like, of course, having passion and like getting excited about things is amazing, it's a desirable quality. But again, time and place. If you are like that all the time, I personally can't do that. I'm a pretty down-to-earth, mellow, chill person. Sure, I can get worked up, but again, like, I'm not like that all the time, and I don't want someone who's like that all the time. If anything, I want someone who's maybe a little bit more calm than me, so they can tone me down a little bit, you know? But the date was just comical, like I just I had to sit there and laugh because I was like, this is this is content at this point, content for my life, not content for the podcast, of course, but content for my life because I'm like, this is just so funny and it's it's also funny too that like going into the day i I really thought to myself, I was like, you know, I haven't really had a bad first date like. I've had dates where it's like, all right, that was kind of underwhelming. But for the most part, I've never had like a, oh my God, get me the heck out of here. This is a really bad date. I need to find a way to get out of this date moment. And lo and behold, it was that night that I experienced that. Um, I did stick around for a decent amount of time, enough for this man to think that I was fully interested in potentially seeing him again which I am not. Um, So, yeah. But I I don't think I was giving him mixed signals. I think I'm just a phenomenal actress and can sit there pleasantly and, you know, make it seem like I'm not utterly miserable. Which I'm not trying to lead anybody astray, but I'm also not going to sit there and be huffing and puffing and being like, dude, you have not let me spoken a word. Oh my god, can I speak? You've not let me speak a word this entire time. You have literally been hogging the mic this entire time Uh, like this is supposed to be a mutual thing we're supposed to be getting to know each other all you're doing is telling me the same story over and over and over and over and over again and you're like yelling at me when you're saying it making me feel a little uncomfortable here dude like come on and there were just so many things like i know a lot of people will be like on the first date you should not be talking about this I am a very um, open book. And if if people want to talk about certain things, I really don't care what it is on the first date. Nothing for me is usually like ever off the table because I, like, I don't mind, whatever. As long as you frame it in a way where it's not uncomfortable. But this guy did not do that. Every, I think literally everything that people are like, don't talk about this on the first date, he talked about it. And he talked about it in a way that wasn't like, He was trying to see what I thought about it. He was just fully laying out his thoughts, feelings, and opinions on everything. Telling me about all this stuff that I was like, yo, this is the first time I have met you in person. Pump the brakes. Why are you telling me all this? Like, we literally met not even an hour ago. Pump the brakes. You don't even know what I like to do in my free time, and you're telling me all this stuff? Like, you know? So... I really don't think there's any guys listening to my podcast, but if you are, d- just maybe just take it slow. What's There's no rush to lay everything out all on the table on date number one, you know, take it slow. Just talk about hobbies, interests, easy stuff. You can have a great, interesting, engaging conversation talking about those types of things. You don't need to be telling me about these super polarizing, controversial, your deepest, darkest thoughts, opinions, feelings. You don't need to be doing all of that on date number one, especially when it's this unprovoked, very, um uh, I don't even know, like impassioned way of talking about it. Maybe don't do that, you know? But yeah, so had that moment. Um, But then... i don't even know how to discuss this because i'm trying to like keep certain things private but anyways friday friday was the galentine's party and it was so much fun oh my gosh i have not had that much fun in a really long time it was much needed fun after this week and so we met up at my friend's apartment, had a cute little Valentine's Day party. My friend is like the hostess with the mostest. She is just so thoughtful and she's one of those amazing people who just knows how to decorate really well and just like make everything super cute and adorable. She's incredible. Like I really admire her um, talent for doing all that because she's just, she's so great. She's amazing. So we had a lot of fun. We um, did like a little PowerPoint night at her apartment, hung out there for a little bit. And then we went out, out. And I had not gone out, out, out since Halloween. It was a long time. And Rosie, aka my inner Sasha Fierce, like my alter ego, she was itching to come out. She was like, please, I've been locked up since halloween let me out the timing of everything with my you know winter it's just it's been so busy i have not really had the time to go out or the energy to go out um but i was like you know what we're doing it it is a holiday weekend we're going for it i love valentine's day let's get all dressed up we all got dressed up in our you know outfits, and I will will just say this, you know, I want to mince my words here, but I'll just say this, I looked good, I looked really good, my outfit was spicy, okay, which was intentional, and I did that for me, not for anybody else, for me, let me clarify, I wanted to feel good, okay, not for anybody else, just want to clarify, anyways, so we went out, and Oh my gosh, we went to this one place that we went to for Halloween and I was so excited because we had such a good time there for Halloween that I was like, yay, we're going back there. Who knows what's going to happen? We were there the entire night. We were there for probably like three, three and a half hours and I was wearing heels. Normally when I go out, I'm either wearing platforms, so yes, like an elevated shoe, but it's a little bit more comfortable, or I'm wearing something that's like flat, but like, you know good for going out, I guess. Appropriate for going out. But I was wearing heels that night and that, um I, miraculously, I lasted the full three and a half hours that we were at this place and I was dancing non-stop. Never once sat down, never once took a break. Dancing non-stop, having a good time. And when I say dancing, I'm not talking like little two-step, you know, moving, rocking side to side. No, 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 no. When Krista, excuse me, when Rosie goes out, Rosie dances. Rosie has herself a good time. And also not to boast or anything like that, because I know it's weird, the white girl saying this, but like, I feel like I have a little bit of rhythm. You know, I did used to dance and granted it was point and jazz and tap and things of that nature. And I'm not doing that when I go out dancing but like, I, I, you know, if the music's good, I'm going to be dancing. All right. Let's just say that. So I was fully in it for three and a half hours in these heels, having a good old time. All right. And normally when I go out or just like normally in general, I don't really drink that much. I'm not a huge alcohol person. Hence why, you know, drinking kombucha in the wine glass, I have really nothing against alcohol. It's just for me, like, I think I don't really need it to have a good time. Like, truly, I am that. I don't know if it shows that I'm that crazy that I can, like, fully be in it, dancing, having the time of my life, stone cold sober. But I was like, not to be that person. And I know this sounds really irresponsible, but I was like, after the week I've had, I want to have a little drink, you know, I want to have some drinks, you know, I feel so irresponsible for saying this, but like, I'm 24. This is fully legal. I am an adult. Okay. Anyways. So, and I'm with a friend group, like we're all very safe and we look out for each other and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I need this. So yeah, I had a, Real good old time. Were there some questionable things that occurred? Yes. Yes, there were. Am I ashamed of those questionable things? No, I am not. I am not at all. I I am, I am. own what I did. I own what happened that evening. Um, will I be talking about it on this podcast? Nope. Sorry, guys. So sorry. Not now, at least. Maybe in the future. Maybe way off in the future, I'll talk about it. But for now, I'm mincing my words. Um, maybe one day we'll have to have a paywall and I will share all of my going out stories. But anyways, just know Rosie had a good time. Rosie was free for three and a half hours and she enjoyed all of those three and a half hours. Really lived it up. Um, (laughs) God, I wish I could tell this one story because it is so funny. (laughs) i can't i can't i'm so sorry i i hate to be a tease i can't um yeah sorry okay anyways oh i will say this i've never once spilled a drink before but there was one time uh this was like later on in the evening i wasn't i was drunk okay I was drunk. I really this is probably maybe my second time getting drunk. I usually just stay in tipsy or as my friends and I call it tipsical. I usually stay in the tipsical region, but I was drunk, okay? And I'm not like belligerent with it, and I'm a I'm a lightweight, so it doesn't take me much to get drunk. And I wasn't blacked out. I like I remember everything. I was pretty pretty in control. However, I was moving back to where my friends were. And, um, I just fully lost everything in me and I just full on dropped my drink. No one bumped it into me. I didn't stumble. I didn't trip. It was just like my grip completely disappeared. And all of a sudden I was just like, "Boop!" and my drink is on the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like this slow motion thing where I was just like, no, like as it's falling on the ground you had to be there. I, looking back at it, I'm laughing because it was just like the weirdest thing ever. I'm like moving back to where my friends are. And then all of a sudden this drink is just completely disappearing from my hands. And I was just like, what in God's name? I also kind of slightly spilled a little bit of my other drink on someone. (laughs) And I felt really, really badly, but like it was fine. They didn't care. It was fine. So yeah, I was slightly messy, more messy than I usually am. Usually, I have a firm grip on my drink, and you know, whatever. Anyways, um. So then, after we leave the place where we were, we have to walk back to. Well, we went to Taco Bell, the best place to go when you're a little drunk and it's one o'clock in the morning, right? So we went there cuz my friends wanted food and I was like I should probably eat something because you know it's very late and the last time I had food was many many hours ago so I should probably eat something Um and we had gone there for Halloween so I was like wow good old times great to be back here So I'm sitting down there and um still still drunk at this point but like I'm not I'm not belligerent I'm like pretty quiet pretty chill you know, just do my thing. And we're just hanging out, having a good time. My feet are killing me though. Like you, I can tell that I'm sobering up because I can start to feel the pain of my body and my feet are starting to kill me. And I'm like, oh no, getting up is going to be so painful. So eventually I did have to get up and that was, oh my gosh, it was so awful. And We had to walk from that Taco Bell to my friend's apartment, which it was a very far walk. And like, as we kept going on this walk, mind you, it's like two o'clock, nearly two o'clock in the morning and it's freezing. I'm still a little drunk, more so tipsy if it's possible for me to go back. You know, things are wearing off. But I am in so much pain, so much pain. And I can feel my feet aching. Also, I should have mentioned this. So the shoes that I was wearing, they're adorable. They're such cute silver heels. They're so cute, have little rhinestones on them. This was my second time wearing these shoes. The first time I wore these shoes was for my junior prom when I was 17 years old. I'm now 24 and I'm re-wearing these shoes. They still fit. It's just like funny that this is my second time wearing them. And also, mind you, when I wore these shoes to prom, when we danced at prom or any other school dance, you always took your shoes off. No one ever danced in their heels. The second you got there, the second you were done taking your pictures, looking all cute, people took their shoes off. Put little socks on, put little slippy things on, were barefoot, like, you know, But obviously I was not doing that when I was going out with my friends. I had to have my feet covered because it's gross New York City. And I think the dynamic of me dancing around in socks probably would have been weird. But anyways, so we're walking home and I'm just really, really struggling. The rest of my friends, except one of my friends, They all had flat shoes on. So they're fully going at it, normal, you know, walking normal pace. I am just straggling in the back. I am really, really hanging on by a thread. So we get so close to my friend's apartment. We're walking up this little hill, and all of a sudden, my shoe breaks. It gives out. The strap fully breaks off. There is no going back. And all of a sudden, I'm like, are you kidding me? So I had to hobble back to my friend's place with one broken shoe, one other shoe intact, and me just being a mess. I was exhausted at that point. Everything was kicking in at that point. So we get back to her place. I'm sitting down and I, mm, I should say trigger warning because this is gross, but not that gross. I had a really nasty blood blister on my pinky toe my tiny little toe it was it was gnarly it was crazy like it looked black because when your blood gets built up it's not like red it looks black so i was like oh my gosh what the heck is this and so luckily my friend came to the rescue she let me have um a pair of slippers to wear back to my place and i made it home safely And also, okay, I have to say this. I don't know if you guys go out and what your thoughts are on this, but I saw this TikTok of this guy and he was like, I don't know how people come home from being out and you take a shower before you go to bed. And I was like, what? Pardon me? How do you not take a shower once you get home? I felt disgusting like I felt so stinky and gross that I was like I there is no way I'm climbing into my bed right now I need to go and hose myself down wash myself off lather myself in body wash to get this off of me you know and I just saw that TikTok today and I was like I cannot be the only one who does this like no way people come home and you are that either intoxicated or you're that tired that you cannot just get in the shower for like a quick five ten minutes at minimum are you kidding me i'm not saying you have to do an everything shower but what i don't know that was just me i felt i felt so gross that i was like i do not care how exhausted i am i don't care what time it is i'm getting in the shower i need to okay anyways we had so much fun aside from my shoe and my feet problems my foot is so messed up y'all The next day, my foot was swollen, fully swollen, and I've been limping ever since. There's been something wrong with my foot. She's not well. So I've been having to deal with that and take care of that. Um, I don't think anything's broken, but something ain't right. So I guess that's what I get. I have to let Rosie recover and heal, and then maybe she can go out sometime in the future again. But that's that. Also, I have. To, I feel like I should say this. I know I just said I don't really get drunk or, you know, I don't really drink a lot, but I do feel like I'm pretty good at avoiding any, any form of hangover. My go-to tips, drinking lots of water during the day, obviously nourishing your body during the day, but coconut water, aloe vera, I've never done liquid IV before, but I know people always speak highly of it. Pedialate, of course, just regular water. Good teas always help a lot. Making sure you are stocked up on those things. If you know you're going out on a Friday night, maybe stop by the store and pick up a big thing of coconut water for the next day. Coconut water, like I think it's all that potassium. There's something in there where it is just like a miracle. It helps you not feel, you know, you don't have the headache, you don't feel as debilitated. It helps a lot. But of course, resting. I like to do a little face mask the next day. I like to put nice cool things on my face. I have these heart-shaped... They almost look like ice packs. They're like tiny and they go on your eyes. My friend got them for me. And I stuck those on my face, my nice cool face mask. Get in your comfy clothes and just relax for a little bit. Try to have a do-nothing day planned out. Um, But yeah coconut water. It really helps a lot. So yeah, we will see. The thing is like I love going out. It's so much fun. I love going out dancing. It's a blast and going out with my friends, it's such a great time. I I really don't care what people think about me if you're listening to this podcast and you think I'm an alcoholic and I'm insane and, you know, whatever. It's not true. It's not true. But, you know, think what you will. I have no shame in liking to go out and have a good time with my friends. We're all responsible. Or safe. You know, the things like my shoe breaking, I can't really control that. And now I know I have to plan better in the future. But anyways, um, that was like my big Valentine's day plan. I really don't have any plans for the day of just cause it falls on a Tuesday this year, but hopefully, you know, depending on what your situation is, even if you're spending it alone, I know people love to be like, where's the holiday for the single people? Um, who said you can't celebrate on Valentine's Day even if you're single? Not to be corny with it, but like pamper yourself. Have a little like fun night where you use what you have or maybe you go out and buy a few things if, you, if you're in the market and pamper yourself. Make it feel like a spa night, you know? Drink something fancy or drink something in a fancy glass like I am with a kombucha. Put some cubes, cute ice cubes in it you know, or like do things that are going to be good for you, that you're going to feel good about. Going to bed maybe 30 minutes earlier, doing an everything shower, um, putting on nice lotions, perfumes, comfy PJs, buying yourself cute PJs if you have, you know, the means for all of that kind of stuff. Use like a jade roller, gua sha, do a cute little skincare routine, face mask, whatever. You know what I mean. I don't think you have to like... Go to all these great lengths. Like, you, if you want to buy yourself flowers, buy yourself the freaking flowers. If you want to bake yourself something, go for it. I think, like, truly just do whatever you want to do. Treat it as like a second birthday, honestly. Make it a day where you are just celebrating yourself. Because you're loving yourself, celebrating your friends. If you have loved ones in your life, find ways to celebrate them. That's what the holiday should be about. I don't think it should be this, like, you know, dwelling on the fact that you're not in a relationship. Because, girl, I'm in the same boat. Like, I would love to be in a romantic relationship. I'd love to have a boyfriend this time of year. But, like, I'm not being down on myself about it. It's just a fact of life, you know? I'm having fun with my friends. The past four Valentine's days have truly been so odd. Like the things that I've done for the past four Valentine's days have been very atypical, but that's what's fun. It just like treat it as another day where you get to do something cool and fun and maybe wear some pink. Maybe wear something that has hearts on it or, you know, whatever. Wear something that you love, do something that you love. That's my point in saying all of this. But anyways, that has been the week in my life leading up to where we are right now. I hope you all enjoyed the little catch-up story time. Um, And, you know, hopefully next week it'll be business as usual and we can just talk about some topic I feel like discussing and my week will hopefully not be as crazy and eventful. Um, But hope you enjoyed the catch-up. Hope you're doing well. And I hope you have a fabulous Valentine's Day. And as always...